You're listening to the Not Another Wrestling Podcast. Alright, let's get to it. Welcome to another edition of the Not Another Wrestling Podcast. CJ Palmasano here. I am your host. And today, guys, I'm just going give to you, give you a, a warning here. Today is not going to be your, our typical hour-long podcast. Probably going to be maybe 30, maybe 40 minutes tops. Uh, my, my day job kicked my ass today, and I, uh, <laughs> I've been very, very busy this whole fucking week. So we're going to talk about a few things. Um, for one, uh, we'll talk about this. This AEW versus uh, WWE Rampage versus Fox on FS1. Tony Khan allegedly, uh, apparently, just <laughs> accidentally leaking the the uh, the the full gear card coming up in, uh, in November. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, that. Uh, g- a good friend of the pod, Matt buddy Matt Loya, wanted me to react to the Rock's rap song. I'm going to be honest with you, pal. I just skipped over to Rock's part. I did not listen to the song itself. Uh, apparently about uh, Rock talking smack to Vin Diesel for Vin Diesel being an asshole. Uh, I don't fucking know. That's what I've heard on the street. <clears throat> so, I'm going to talk about that. Uh, just going to talk about uh, all that going on and much, much more. But first and foremost, let's get into Let's let's get into this big juicy news. Probably apparently about the full card, uh, the full gear card being leaked. So uh, apparently there's a picture that Tony Khan had at a Jaguars game, and he had his notepad with him with the full gear <laughs> card with him. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I don't want anybody to think that I'm uh, you know, oh AEW all the way and fuck WWE, and I just want this is a big bit of a fuck up on AEW's part. Like you can't deny this. So here is what the card apparently is from what we can understand the following matches uh, would be Hangman Page versus AEW World Champion Kenny Omega for the title uh, John Moxley versus Brian Danielson assuming that's probably an Eliminator Tournament f- uh, final match the Inner Circle versus American Top Team MJF versus Darby Allen CM Punk versus Wardlow Thunder Rosa versus Jade Cargill Adam Cole versus Christian Cage the Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black or Andrade El Idolo or Miro. Uh, I also go say there is no one listed next for the AEW Women's Championship match with Britt Baker. It appears FTR versus AEW World Tag Team Champions Lucha Bros may be another match listed, but it says it's hard to say. Cole versus Cage is a new new feud being talked about on social media. The potential leak was revealed. It's worth no, worth noting that Cage may go into a match without the Impact World Title as he is scheduled to defend against Josh Alexander at Bound for Glory on October 23rd. AW Full Gear takes place on the Saturday, November 13th at the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and it'll be interesting to see if these really plans really do kick up uh, or if it may cause Tony Khan to change things. Um, I would say right here this is a pretty decent card. Um, it's definitely, definitely... Uh, uh, Sean had texted me last night, you know, about this whole thing, saying that, you know, Saying that he announced well, at first that Tony Khan announced the the main event being Hangman Adam Page versus Kenny Omega, which is the match we've all wanted to see. Um, if I wouldn't be surprised, if a lot of these got changed. Um, I was saying that maybe we should get, you know, CM Punk versus John Moxley at um, 
at full gear, but Danielson versus Moxley, I don't mind. And, you know, then maybe we'll do Danielson versus Hangman after full gear. Um, the big one, obviously, being Page versus Omega. This is something that's been building for a long time. And it's, you know, full gear last year is when Omega and Page made it to the finals of the AEW uh, Eliminator Tournament. And they had a great match. And now the roles are reversed. Uh, well, now it's not roles reversed. But, uh, but now Kenny is a full-fledged bad guy. And he is a champion. And it's a year later that Kenny Omega had beaten Hangman Page for the title. And now it's uh, it's on. I mean, we all know it's on, obviously, because of the because of Page winning the casino ladder match. But uh, Moxley versus Danielson, I would be interested interested to see. Maybe Moxley, this would be the start of Moxley's heel turn. Uh, because I think a heel turn for Moxley is on the horizon. I talked about it a little bit last week. I think that's bound to happen at some point. I'm just not sure when exactly. Another one that seems a little obvious is obviously uh, MJF versus Darby Allen. That's been leading with TV and everything. That's what's going on there. Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Jade Cargill. Uh, possibly a TBS championship match finals. I don't know exactly when those matches are going to be happening. Adam Cole versus Christian Cage. I figured all the way back from when Cole debuted that we'd get Kim versus Cage at at full gear or Jungle Boy, but we've already gotten Jungle Boy versus Cole, so we're gonna get Christian Cage. Um, Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. This is a match that I would never get tired of seeing. Those guys are fucking awesome. Um, it's interesting to see that Cody has three potential different opponents, um, all of them being heels. But I feel like Malachi Black is probably the most the one that will make the most sense. Uh, but just just have Malachi win again, please. I would love for Malachi Black just to win again, and Cody just can't beat him. That, that would just be very, very nice. I, uh, that's personally because I want Malachi Black to win, and I love Malachi Black. The most interesting one that people... Well, not the most interesting one, but the one that people may may sleep on or, or may get excited, excited for, like, ooh, is Punk versus Wardlow. Now, CM Punk has stated, you know, he wants to work with the younger guys, and... Wardlow is a younger guy, but um, this can lead to that MJF match we've been wanting for so long. We've been wanting MJF versus uh, Punk since you know Punk came in, and now it can become a reality with him facing Wardlow. I would say you know as early as Revolution, we could probably get CM Punk versus MJF. You know maybe MJF wins this tournament, and then. He goes on to beat CM Punk at Revolution. And then at Double or Nothing, we get Hangman Page versus MJF. You know, you really can't deny MJF a, a title. Vic, a title uh, you can't deny him a title match anymore because of who he's beaten and how, how well he's been being used. I've been saying that forever. I, I think MJF is the next AEW World Champion after Hangman Page. It's only natural, you know. I don't think Page would have a very long run. At the very least, he could probably hold it till probably double or nothing or all out. So we'll have to wait and see about that. But um, I would hope that FTR versus Lucha Bros happen because it's just a fun match. You know, I've said a few weeks ago, I believe, that we should have FTR versus Lucha Bros at full gear. We still have some time to build that up. Um, Cole versus Cage, yeah, uh, it's a good point that they make here that he 
Christian Cage might not be Impact Champion as he's set to defend the title against Josh Alexander uh, next weekend, actually, on October 23rd, Bound for Glory. I would think that Christian Cage would put Josh Alexander over because they definitely want, they're built, they've been building that brand around Josh Alexander for quite some time now. Uh, it just makes sense to me. Um, overall, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about this card? Let us know on Twitter at TNAWP to let us know your thoughts about this supposed leaked AEW full gear uh, uh, match card. Uh, mock card, or should I say. So, the other thing that's happening tonight is AEW Rampage and SmackDown are going to be going head-to-head um, for at least an hour. So... The first, uh, SmackDown, WWE, they're not messing around because they, they've made that hour, that first half hour of, uh, of, uh, well, not the first half hour, but the nine o'clock hour commercial free for 30 minutes going up against Rampage's, uh, half hour. It's very interesting. Um, they've also announced a buy-in. Uh, let me just pull that up here, uh, where they have announced, some pretty interesting matches. Um, so they have announced for Bobby Fish to take on. Um, see, I'm trying to find it here. Yeah, I can't even find the fucking tweet here. So they announced that uh, <clears throat> the Tony Khan has announced that Brian Danielson will do battle against Minoru Suzuki on Friday's buy-in special at AEW Rampage. This will be Suzuki's first match in AEW since his Lights Out tag match on September 25th edition of Rampage. Danielson and Suzuki haven't shared the ring since the duo teamed up during a 2004 New Japan tour. Khan has also confirmed that Bobby Fish will be in action against Lee, Mor- Lee Moriarty. Fish made his AEW debut on October 6th edition of Dynamite, unsuccessfully challenging Sammy Guevara for the TNT Championship. Um, I don't know much about Lee Moriarty. I will be completely honest with you, but I love Bobby Fish and Bobby Fish, anything he does. But Jesus Christ, man. Minoru Suzuki versus Brian Danielson? Oh, I'm so glad. Like, this is a pay-per-view quality match. This is a G1 tournament match. This is a, a New Japan uh, high-quality caliber match. Hell, you can even do this at Wrestle Kingdom next year if you wanted to. But Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. I mean, they're just going to beat the fuck out of each other. Brian's just going to fucking kick and chop the shit out of him. Minoru Suzuki is just going to beat the shit out of Brian Danielson. <laughs> I don't know what else to say that other than I just, I cannot wait to see this. I cannot wait to see this match tonight. Um, and we have a lot going on for this uh, this Rampage card, you know. Uh, we also have uh, Matt Seidel versus uh, uh, CM Punk. We have uh, the Inner Circle versus the Men of the Year and Junior Cell Santos. Um, and I believe we have a few other matches here. Just trying to find the fucking card here. Um, so we have here, yeah, we have Brian uh, Danielson, uh, uh, CM. So we have CM Punk versus Matt Seidel, as we said. Um, and also Dynamite is this Saturday where we're going to be having uh, Brian Danielson versus Bobby Fish. The Lucha Bros versus a masked tag team accompanied by Andrade Eligolo, Dante Martin versus Malachi Black, and the AEW uh, Women's, the AEW uh, Eliminator Tournament brackets will be announced this Saturday on on, uh, Saturday's Dynamite. Now, let's take a look at the AEW roster here. 
uh, who could potentially be in this tournament. Now, we, we're going to have to obviously put Brian Danielson and uh, and John Moxley in this. Now, I'm not sure exactly how many um, how many people have been in the uh, uh, the tournament last year. Um, see if we can find the uh, AEW Eliminator tournament. For uh, for last year, and see exactly who was in it and what happened and who won. Okay, so we have here as a tag team. We need the uh, number one contender spot. So what do we have here? Uh, no, that is. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm doing a bad job of finding this stuff. Here we go. Full gear of last year. So last year we uh, it was one. It was two, four, six, eight guys. So Penta, Phoenix, Omega, Sunny Kiss, Cole Cabana, Adam Page, Wardlow, Jungle Boy. Okay, so if I have to go up and down the AW roster, so Moxley versus Danielson is two. So that already takes up two spots, so we have two, four, six left. Um, I would say we could probably see... I'd probably say we could see maybe... Adam Cole in this bracket. He's on a winning streak right now. Um, I could see... Possibly, I could see... I could see maybe Jungle Boy. Uh, Darby Allen. We need some heels in here. So what heels? Um, maybe you could do... Um, maybe Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, powerhouse, or actually, I I put in Ricky Starks. Actually, put Ricky Starks in for Powerhouse Hobbs. That's six there. Um, you could even do um, maybe Luchasaurus. He's been pretty uh, big lately. And then I'd say probably maybe Eddie Kingston. That's a pretty decent lineup there. Um, overall, though, uh, this if this leads to uh, It'll lead to Danielson versus Moxley, from what we understand, um, which is I'm just excited for man. I, all in, all all in, fucking full gear just is another potential. You know, it's another potential like show of the year, and Page and Omega could very well be up there as a match of the year contender. So I'm just fucking excited. I'm just really really excited of what we got here tonight. Um, the other thing I think we briefly have to talk about again, just, you know, SmackDown going head, uh, AEW going head-to-head with WWE, even though um, SmackDown is going to be on FS1, um, it's very interesting to see what they're going to do, because even though FS1 doesn't get a whole lot of viewers, uh, Rampage has not been doing so great with the viewership, and Tony Khan, you know, as I appreciate the confidence with Tony, you know, him saying, you know, that, you know, tweeting to, to WWE and Vince McMahon saying, you know, you're having something that you haven't had in over 20 years, actual competition. Now, while I think AEW is the competition and I think they are people to uh, look out for, I think it's very important. Uh, I think it's very important for them to... <clears throat> It's very important for you know to kind of, for them to kind of focus, um, to kind of focus on their own thing, 
and let it go. Uh, just because we already know they are the they're the place for people where a lot of wrestlers are aspiring to be right now these days. Not too many people are wanting to go to WWE. Not too many people are wanting to go and do all of that. They, they, they more wrestlers these days want to either be stay on the indies or they want to go to AEW to really make it. So I think that they should. I think WWE have been concerned. You know, they've been concerned for a while. You can't say that you're not concerned at all when from when you know AW first was launched on Wednesday nights on TNT WWE just happened to move NXT to the USA network and rivaling the total runtime of uh you know of of AEW so it's more than just a coincidence here um i don't know uh, it just it doesn't make much sense to me. So I have to say, well, yeah, it just they are competition, but Tony Khan might be getting a little too uh, be be too overzealous and a little overconfident for for some of our liking. I I appreciate the confidence from Tony, I do, but I just think that he needs to just just focus on your focus on your product and worry about making it good because it already is good. It's, in my opinion, it's the best wrestling product in the world at the moment. As far as in-ring action and storytelling, week-to-week television, it's it's the best. It is the best wrestling promotion around. And there is no doubt in my mind that it is the best wrestling promotion around. So, yeah, I will say that. Moving on to some other shit we have going on in the world of pro wrestling. I guess I will... Go on and react to the the Rock's uh, little rap uh, for for Matt because he requested it. I'll say it was pretty good. Uh, it was good. I'm just gonna be honest. I skipped over to his part, and um, I'm not surprised that the Rock can rap because he's a very talented dude. I mean, he can you know he can you put a microphone in his hands and he will roast you or he will he will embarrass you. And I think he did a pretty good job here. I really don't know and don't care what the whole beat between him him and Vin Diesel is. All I understand is that apparently. A lot of the cast members of the Fast and Furious franchise were reaching out to Rock and thanking him for calling out Vin Diesel on his bullshit. Piers Vin Diesel's a bit of an asshole, so whatever. Um, I will tell a fun story about my time over at New York Comic Con from last week. Uh, I told this story on my other podcast, at uh, on Fan Speculation, the Marvel and Star Wars podcast. But I'll tell a fun little story here and just um, and uh, tell me about my time there. So I get there in uh, the Javits Center around quarter to three. And I just stayed there for about two or three hours. It was a it was a real fun time. If you follow me on Instagram at cj underscore twelve ninety three, uh, I posted some pictures up there. Uh, I got to meet good old Jr. Jim Ross. He was super cool, super nice. Um, just overall, really really nice dude. Uh, you know, he uh, he saying like, oh, you can take your mask off if you want to. And so I mean, I took the mask off, my mask off because he had to wear a mask and he had to prove you were vaccinated to go to Comic Con, um, which I did. You know, it was nice. I took pictures with Matt Cardona and Tony Schiavone earlier, and I didn't know I could do that, but eh, it's no big deal. Still going to meet them. Um, I uh, Cardona was the first person I met. Got an autograph with him and a picture. He's cool. Uh, nice dude. Uh, JR was nice. Got a picture with him. Uh, I have to say, though, the nicest person I met at Comic-Con was Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone uh, just... I got a picture with him, 
and I spoke with him for about five, ten minutes, and I just and I said, hey, Tony, I got a question. He's like, sure, buddy, what's going on? And yeah, well, first, before that, he uh, he asked me my name, and I'm like, my name's CJ. He's like, nice to meet you, CJ, and I was just talking with him, and it was just that little thing right there that made it just a nice experience, you know? Not that meeting JR and Matt Cardona wasn't cool. It was. But Tony Schiavone took the time and just, he asked what my name was, and he's asked me how I'm doing, and I'm like, you, sir, are a gem. You are a, a wonderful human being. And I just talked with him about some of his favorite matches, and he, I asked, Tony, what, is your, what are some of your favorite matches you've called in AEW? He's like, and the two matches I kind of expected him to say were, are two of my favorite AEW matches, and he said, you know, Omega and Page versus the Bucks Revolution uh, last year, um, one of the most amazing matches I've ever seen called in my entire life. And maybe the most amazing match I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm like, that's my favorite right there, Tony. And he, he mentioned about Omega and Brian. He talked about Omega and Brian. And, um, you know, and, and he's, uh, you know, those are some really good ones. And, and he's like, because God knows you've had a lot of uh, fucking shit ones too. And as a commentator, it's it's kind of hard to sell that it's, you know, that what you're seeing is what you as, as a viewer is seeing is bad, but we have to sell it as good. And I'm like, I'm like, well, you're a professional. I'm sure when, when you see that, you can be like, all right, well, here we go. And, you know, I had a little bit of laugh. And surprisingly, he said that he really enjoyed uh, Shaq and Jade Cargill versus Cody and Red Velvet. I'm like, well, it was a surprising answer. And because, you know, because the thing that surprised him about wow, how much he liked it was just, the work that Shaq put in to to get in the ring, and I'm like, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I got to give Shaq that credit. He did put in a lot of work to to uh, to get in ring shape, and um, and we were talking about the the bump he took to the table, and I'm, and I'm like, was did he go over the rope or did Cody hit him? He's like, I think he was on the apron, and yeah, like Tony Schiavone was just. If any of you ever have the opportunity to go meet Tony Schiavone. Go and do it because the man is so kind. He will. He. I feel like he's the type of person who would take the shirt off of his back to give to you if you needed it. Um, he is an amazing, wonderful human being, and I genuinely uh, enjoyed the time I got to speak with him. But the funniest and best part, um, MJF was at Comic Con too. Now I did not meet MJF, but I did pass by his booth a couple times, and he was just being an absolute dickhead to everybody he spoke speaking to. So uh, he, <laughs> Tony Giovanni came by when he wasn't around, and he said, "Hey y'all, where the hell is he?" To the guy who was there. So he took one of his eight by tens, signed it, and said, "Fuck you, cocksucker!" <laughs> signed Tony Giovanni. <laughs> oh my god, it was awesome. It was fucking awesome. And I, I that was after I met him. Like, nice one, Tony. He's giving me a thumbs up. So. It was fucking incredible, and just all the cool Marvel stuff there. You know, I got a Venom comic, uh, Venom Spider-Man comic book. I got a uh, uh, Spider-Man New York Comic Con uh, greetings from Queens. I uh, I got myself one of those Street Fighter AEW shirts, uh, CM Punk Street Fighter AEW shirt. I was torn between him and Cole. Um, it was just a fun, fun, great time. And honestly, guys, I might have said you know be this be probably the half an hour. Uh, I'm probably just gonna cut it here because I need to go to bed. <laughs> I gotta get up early for work in the morning. And uh, I got a lot to do. So apologies for this being a bit of a short episode, but I want to get something out there for you guys and just so you can hear something. 
So please be sure you're following us on Twitter at TNAWP, me on on uh, at CJ underscore twelve fourteen, the Not Another Wrestling Podcast on Instagram, and CJ underscore twelve ninety three. Uh, if you want to take a li- uh, take a look at stuff on there on Instagram, uh, if you love Marvel and Star Wars, please follow uh, listen to us over at Fan Speculation with my co host Vinny Carini. We just talked about all the cool Spider Man shit going on. Will Pol- Poulter being cast as Adam Warlock? A lot of fun stuff is happening in the MCU and Marvel and Star Wars. So definitely go check that out. We put out that episode uh, just yesterday uh, at the time of this recording being released. So thank you all guys so much. Um, I promise next week will be longer so we'll have something special in store so for CJ Palmasano thank you all so much for listening we'll see you next time